a wrestling prayer match. Vayishlach and he sent. October 12, 2022. 16th of the 9th moon, 5783. Torah, Genesis 32,433,20. Haftara, Obadiah 1,1, 121. Welcome to this week's readings from the Torah and the Haftara as Jacob leaves the house of Laban his uncle, returns to Canaan, the land of the promise, and wrestles with a man. Just before this impressive wrestling match, Jacob is about to meet Esau his twin brother who he ran away from and has not seen for over 20 years. Genesis chapter 32 verse 4 to verse 6. He commanded them, saying, This is what you will say to my master Esau, this is what your servant Jacob says, I have been staying with Laban, and have delayed my return until now. I have oxen, donkeys, and flocks, male servants, and female servants. I have sent this message to my master, so that I may find favor in your eyes. The messengers returned to Jacob and said, We went to your brother Esau. He is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him. End of quote. Jacob is naturally afraid of Esau's vengeance against the treachery cooked up by Rebekah their mother to get him Isaac their father's blessings and calls on the Mighty One for help. He does this by reminding him about what he the Mighty One had said and promised. Genesis chapter 32 verse 7 to verse 9. Then Jacob was very afraid and upset. So, he divided the people who were with him into two camps, and also the flocks, the herds, and the camels. He said, if Esau comes to one camp and attacks it, then the camp that is left will escape. Jacob said, Mighty one of my father Abraham, and mighty one of my father Isaac, Yahweh, who said to me, Return to your country and to your kindred, and I will prosper you. Genesis chapter 32 verse 10 to verse 13. I am not worthy of all your acts of covenant faithfulness and of all the trustworthiness that you have done for your servant. For with only my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I have become two camps. Please rescue me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I am afraid of him, that he will come and attack me and the mothers with the children. But you said, I will certainly make you prosper. I will make your descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for their number. Jacob stayed there that night. He took some of what he had with him as a gift for Esau, his brother. End of quote. Jacob also prepares presents for Esau his twin brother as a means to changing his mind about their quarrel and also divides his family so that if Esau decides to attack his family, some would survive. Genesis chapter 32 verse 14 to verse 22. 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 milking camels and their colts, 40 cows and 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. These he gave into the hand of his servants, every herd by itself. He said to his servants, Go on ahead of me and put a space between each of the herds. He instructed the first servant, saying, When Esau my brother meets you and asks you, saying, To whom do you belong? Where are you going? Whose animals are these that are in front of you? Then you will say, They are your servant Jacob's. They are a gift sent to my master Esau. See, he is also coming after us. Jacob also gave instructions to the second group, 
the third, and all the men who followed the herds. He said, You will say the same thing to Esau when you meet him. You must also say, Your servant Jacob is coming after us. For he thought, I will appease him with the gifts that I am sending ahead of me. Then later, when I will see him, perhaps he will receive me. So, the gifts went on ahead of him. He himself stayed that night in the camp. Jacob got up during the night, and he took his two wives, his two women servants, and his eleven sons. He sent them across the fort of the Jabbok. End of quote. That night, Jacob wrestles with the man all night till daybreak with no clear victor. At daybreak, the man asked Jacob to let him go but Jacob insists he must receive a blessing first. To get away, the man dislocates Jacob's hip, blesses him and changes his name to Israel. Israel means to struggle with the Mighty One and with men and to overcome. This is also why believers in the Mighty One of Israel are called overcomers because they struggle with the Mighty One and with men to triumph over sin and live a life of love towards all. Genesis chapter 32 verse 23 to verse 30. In this way he sent them across the stream along with all his possessions. Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not defeat him, he struck Jacob's hip. Jacob's hip was dislocated as he wrestled with him. The man said, Let me go, for the dawn is breaking. Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man said to him, What is your name? Jacob said, Jacob. The man said, your name will no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with the mighty one and with men and have prevailed. Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. He said, Why is it that you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. Jacob called the name of the place Peniel for he said, I have seen the mighty one face to face, and my life is delivered. End of quote. Now Jacob meets Esau and Esau is plenty glad to see his twin brother after so long a time. Genesis chapter 32 verse 31 to verse 32. The sun rose on Jacob as he passed Peniel. He was limping because of his hip. That is why to this day the people of Israel do not eat the ligaments of the hip which are at the hip joint, because the man injured those ligaments while dislocating Jacob's hip. Genesis chapter 33 verse 1 to verse 5. Jacob looked up and, behold, Esau was coming, and with him were four hundred men. Jacob divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and the two female servants. Then he put the female servants and their children in front, followed by Leah and her children, and followed by Rachel and Joseph last of all. He himself went on ahead of them. He bowed toward the ground seven times, until he came near to his brother. Esau ran to meet him embraced him, hugged his neck, and kissed him. Then they wept. When Esau looked up, he saw the women and the children. He said, Who are these people with you? Jacob said, The children whom the Mighty One has graciously given your servant. End of quote. Genesis chapter 33 verse 6 to verse 20. Then the female servants came forward with their children, and they bowed down. Next Leah also and her children came forward and bowed down. Finally, Joseph and Rachel came forward and bowed down. Esau said, What do you mean by all these groups that I met? 
Jacob said, to find favor in the sight of my master. Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. Jacob said, No, please, if I have found favor in your eyes, then accept my gift from my hand, for indeed, I have seen your face, and it is like seeing the face of the Mighty One, and you have accepted me. Please accept my gift that was brought to you, because the Mighty One has dealt graciously with me, and because I have enough. So, Jacob urged him, and Esau accepted it. Then Esau said, Let us be on our way. I will go before you. Jacob said to him, My master knows that the children are young, and that the sheep and the cattle are nursing their young. If they are driven hard even one day, all the animals will die. Please let my master go on ahead of his servant. I will travel more slowly, at the pace of the livestock that are before me, and at the pace of the children, until I come to my master in Seir. Esau said, Let me leave with you some of my men who are with me. But Jacob said, Why do that? Let me find favor in the sight of my master. So, Esau that day started on his way back to Seir. Jacob traveled to Sukkah, built himself a house, and made shelters for his livestock. Therefore, the name of the place is called Sukkah. When Jacob came from Paddan Aram, he arrived safely at the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan. He camped near the city. Then he bought the piece of ground where he had pitched his tent from the sons of Hammer, Shechem's father, for a hundred pieces of silver. There he set up an altar and called it El Elohi Israel. End of quote. A very important lesson from these readings is about how powerful and effective prayer can be. When Jacob was afraid he prayed and had his prayers answered. This habit of praying is very important to the children Jacob had as well. However, to Esau his twin brother and the descendants of Esau, prayer is not as important as belief in their own abilities and wisdom. Their pride deceived them and led to their downfall as the half-era portion for this week states. Historically, the descendants of Jacob, Israel are present and still in existence but sadly, the descendants of Esau, Edom who put trust in their own power and might rather than in the mercy and love of the mighty one of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, are nowhere to be found. Obadiah chapter 1 verse 1 to verse 21. The vision of Obadiah. The sovereign Yahweh says this concerning Edom, we have heard a report from Yahweh and an ambassador has been sent among the nations, saying, Rise up. Let us rise up against her for battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations, you will be greatly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you, you who live in the clefts of the rock, in your lofty home, who say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground. Though you soar high like the eagle and though your nest is set among the stars, I will bring you down from there, says Yahweh. If thieves came to you, if robbers came by night how you will be ruined. Would they not steal only as much as they needed? If grape gatherers came to you, would they not leave the gleanings? How Esau has been ransacked, his hidden treasures will be searched out. All the men of your alliance will send you on your way to the border. The men who were at peace with you have deceived you and prevailed against you. They who eat your bread have set a trap under you. There is no understanding in him. Will I not on that day, says Yahweh, 
destroy the wise men from Edom and understanding out of the mountain of Esau. Your mighty men will be dismayed, Taman, so that every man may be cut off from the mountain of Esau by slaughter. Because of the violence done to your brother Jacob, you will be covered with shame, and you will be cut off forever. On the day you stood aloof, on the day strangers carried away his wealth, and foreigners entered into his gates, and cast lots for Jerusalem, you were like one of them. But do not gloat over your brother's day, in the day of his misfortune, and do not rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their destruction, do not boast in the day of their distress. Do not enter my people's gate in the day of their calamity, do not gloat over their affliction in the day of their disaster, do not loot their wealth in the day of their ruin. Do not stand at the crossroads to cut down his fugitives, and do not deliver up his survivors in the day of distress. For the day of Yahweh is near upon all the nations. As you have done, it will be done to you, your deeds will return on your own head. For as you have drunk on my consecrated mountain, so will all the nations drink continually. They will drink and swallow and it will be as though they had never existed. But in Mount Zion there will be those that escape and it will be set apart, and the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. The house of Jacob will be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau will be stubble, and they will burn them, and consume them. There will be no survivors to the house of Esau, for Yahweh has spoken it. Those from the Negev will possess the Mount of Esau and those of the Shepelah will possess the land of the Philistines. They will possess the land of Ephraim and the land of Samaria, and Benjamin will possess Gilead. The exiles of this host of the people of Israel will possess the land of Canaan as far as Zarephath. The exiles of Jerusalem, who are in Sepharad, will possess the cities of the Negev. Deliverers will go up to Mount Zion to rule over the hill country of Esau, and the kingdom will belong to Yahweh. End of quote. From personal experience, I know how difficult it is to pray. However, prayer is the best way to tell the Mighty One about whatever difficulties and troubles it is you are facing. From personal experience I know the Mighty One Yahweh answers prayer and if you pray asking according to His desire, in the name of Yehoshua Messiah, He will come to your assistance. My name is Orlerly Arihati Micaiah, and by the power of the Spirit of the Mighty One, through Yahashua Messiah sharing with you things about the way of Yahweh which I follow. Each episode of the Assembly of Yahweh Natsreya podcast will offer opportunities to learn from the scripture and connect with the original sense and purpose practiced by the earliest followers of Yahashua Messiah since around year 30 in our common era, on the delightsomely beautiful narrow and difficult way, the Sovereign's Highway, that leads to eternal life. Thank you for listening. This digital media is produced by DM10 Enterprise, for Assembly of Yahweh Natsrayah.